Petersfield's Shine Radio. Hello dog lovers and welcome to Dogs With Jobs. I'm Kate Fairweather and we are going all Italiano this week because I've got a wonderful audio diary from the chairman of the Legotto Romanolo Club of Great Britain. She's called Louise Ferguson and her Legottos, Dario and Sage, work as gun dogs but they've had a lot of success both in working trials and in the show ring in the UK and Italy. And in fact, were graded excellent in the show ring this year at the National Italian Trials, Working Trials, which is what we're going to hear about today. Now, I met up with Louise, who's actually local to me, lives just a few miles away, and we went truffle hunting earlier in the year. And within about 25 minutes of leaping out of the back of the car, her amazing dogs had already found two huge truffles, one of which I took home and fed to my family with pasta the next day. (laughs) And Louise mentioned that she was going to be shortly going off to Italy and very kindly agreed to keep an audio diary, which is what she's done. It's lovely. It's a complete story of the trip and it was too long to publish in its entirety on this particular episode of Dogs With Jobs. So I've posted it as a separate uh, thing on shineradio.uk and you can hear the whole thing on there. But here we're bringing some excerpts and uh, what Louise very kindly did was talk to two of the other British handlers about their dog. So there's a wonderful interview with uh, Lynn, whose dog Sibby, did brilliantly in the truffle trials and she and Louise talk about how it happens what the setup's like what the judges do what you have to do with a level of detail that's really interesting because whether you or I ever get to witness this firsthand you know it's unlikely so it's amazing to hear from someone who's not only competed successfully herself but also talking with other Legato owners and trainers who are really into this area of truffle hunting which I think has so much romance to it. The second interview that we've got for you today is also Louise interviewing another person, Lucy, about her dog Elsa, who competed in what's called the tourist class. So there's a lot more there about training, bringing dogs on, and there's a rather lovely bit in which they talk about the magic of the white truffle. Now, the white truffle is the unbelievably expensive truffle and we have some black truffles in the UK and perhaps you do wherever you're listening from but although we often think of the black truffle as you know the the kind of creme de la creme actually it's the white truffle that is the ne plus ultra of truffles and they talk about when a dog first smells the white truffle and they talk about a quiver that goes through the dog and about watching these dogs working in the way they're supposed to work and the way they're bred to work. And there's something that I found very uplifting about it. And then Louise talks a bit about Legotto as a breed, which if you're not familiar with it, it's very lovely. It's a water dog and she talks about its origins and characteristics and how we look at them and judge them and show them generally. So it is an information packed episode and I hope you enjoy it. If you're enjoying the series generally, please do give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. And as always, 
if you work your dog or you know someone who works his or her dogs and can talk about them compellingly and would like to be on the show, please get in touch. I'll put details in the show notes and on the website, as well as photographs of these beautiful, gorgeous hounds uh, in their environment, uh, several of which where they have literally just found a truffle. So enjoy. So I'm sitting here with um, Lynn and Lucy um, in Lynn's beautiful new property, looking at a beautiful um, Umbrian countryside. So Lynn, yesterday, can you tell us a bit about your day? Um, perhaps you can explain how the truffle trial works. We were there at seven. Right. Um, there were a lot of people, particularly old, the old men. They had bread and ham and cheese and a coffee. And you have to uh, see the secretary who has all of the batteries, which is the groupings of uh, under each judge. There were 16 on with my particular judge. So you look along, the, 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 the sheets of paper are displayed. You look where your name of your dog is and your name beside it. Then you see the name of your judge at the heading of the paper. And you then go to see another lady had a map that was on her uh, bonnet of her car. And then you told her what the judge that you were under. And they told you the path where you had to go to your section of the woodland where you would meet your judge. And then your truffle trial would start on your allocated number. So you worked your way up to the, the point where um, the start of your um, class. Yes. So if I remember Every- rightly from last year, each judge has a strip of ground, don't they? They do. And which is divided into an area. How, how big would you say it was? Oh, yesterday's it's- was much bigger than last oh, year's. Oh, was it? Yes. And the ground was different from last year. Okay. So every year you move around to the different areas yeah and this year's was much steeper and the terrain was really difficult okay it was the wood was uh, a lot of brush a lot of broken down trees quite difficult yeah. to get there unless you're a very small curly little dog we could work your way underneath yeah. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. area there but it was difficult for me to keep up with my dog yeah, yeah. who was um completely focused on finding yeah. the truffles but you you all waited at the bottom of on the track and we were talking to the other people there was um, uh, a, sw- a Swedish lady there were two Finnish people s- several Italians mm-hmm. um, three of us ladies and the rest were the men were men and certainly in my case I'm sure it's the same with all of them mm-hmm. you work you're, you're, you're given um, an area of ground up to a piece of tape and you can yes. so each dog has fresh ground you mm-hmm. can work that your own fresh ground and anything behind you but you mustn't go below the markers can yes, it, must so you? that was exactly so what exactly it was. the same yeah. okay so um, so tell us about how Sibby, um, how she um, performed. Well, I was called to go up. The judge didn't actually come down this time. The judge stayed up in the wood. I introduced myself. Then he said, liberate your dog, you know, release your dog. So I sat my dog up to my left-hand side. I put my lead away into my pocket and I cast the dog out. The dog went straight into truffle hunting mode where the body elongated the top line went down the head dropped she was literally millimeters away from the from the ground 
The ground was extremely dry. We haven't had rain there since August, and this is mid-October. Uh, the leaves were very crunchy and, the, and the, the twigs were breaking and I was working my way through the, 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 all the broken down uh, bushes uh, the, and the um, branches between us and mm. the twigs. But underneath, the dog managed to go on and go on, mm. got to the first uh, truffle, started to dig. I saw the signs of the body language change. The head dropped to the ground she sniffed the area and then she started the ferrata, the digging. She was digging and digging and digging. Luckily, I wasn't far behind her. I got to her, I dropped to my knees and I used my hands and I helped move away. And I was talking to her all the time and saying, where is it? Where is it? Find it, find it. And I was moving the way and then I saw the truffle. There's a tool in Italy that you have to use to use to get the truffle out of the ground and uh, so not to disturb the mycelium, the group of fungi that this the truffle belongs to and the fruit would come back next year. Mm. So I, I have a small vangita, which is like a small sort of trowel, specialised tool, and I edged around the edge. The, it was a small, a small white truffle and I picked it out. I put my hand in the air to show the judge who was at some distance away from me and I showed him and he just said, good. I put it in my pocket, I praised my dog, but she was already gone. (laughs) (laughs) She was on to the next one. She didn't wait for, sometimes I give her a treat, sometimes I don't, but she was gone. She was on to the next one. She, uh, my critique says she worked with a happy trot. That is what the Italians want to see. And my critique says she was avid at the whole. So she told me that then she was on to the next one. I quickly was working my way, fighting my way through the the heavy uh, broken down woodland and got to the next point uh, where she'd already started to dig. I dropped to my knees. I got my hands around the hole trying to find, to see it. It was quite difficult because the soil was quite light clay underneath the, all of the a very, very couple of inches of dry leaves and twigs and mm. um, fauna on top of it and moved it away and she was digging and chucking it out but she was then checking that it was still in the hole uh, that she was digging and it wasn't. It, it, she hadn't already got it out. I got my hands, we, we parted it together, we kind of dug and I moved my hands around and then I saw it there, the little the nib of the top corner of it sticking up I then got my tool, my vanguito, and then I lifted it up and I got it out. And I put my hand in the air and said, here. And the judge said, good. I put it in my pocket. I turned to, to, to um, fuss my dog, but she's already gone. She'd gone on to the next one. Uh, she it's was worth pointing out at this stage. Uh, yeah, absolutely. She but it's worth for saying that... Um, the white truffles, um, I mean, our dogs haven't really been introduced to white truffles. No. Um, but they, um, they, they, they plant them. I mean, they, they buy a, a quantity of white truffles and they cut them into small pieces and they distribute them over the, the, the ground that the dogs are asked to work. And so you're finding pieces that are about the size of a, a large pea, I suppose, aren't they? Or a, or a the, yeah, the thumbnail. Thumbnail. Yeah, size. So, uh, but it's got such a strong smell, hasn't it, the it's, white truffle? 
beautiful. Yeah, it's got a very, very much stronger smell to the than the uh, mm. estivium, um, the black truffle that we find in the UK. Mm -hmm. It's a very strong, it's almost cheesy, sort of meaty yeah, smell, isn't it? Yeah. It's really strong. So they really, they, it, they, it really sort of takes them up a the notch brain, in terms the of... The brain completely it, it, ramps it, up <laughs> of the dog. Yeah. And then when we're on black... It's a bit different in England, but when you, the, the white is really... It triggers um, something. Something deep instinct. inside of yeah. an instinct that comes out yeah. from them and they instinctively know mm. what to do. And she was on and on. She knew the wood. Uh, I th saw, saw once in the whole, the 15 minutes, once in the whole 15 minutes, she raised her nose maybe half an inch from the, from the ground up to an air scent. And yeah. to send her in which direction because when I was in the wood this was a, a difficult uh, a difficult one I hadn't encountered before there was a wind a wind was working from the top mm -hmm. and the wind was pushing the scent down the hill and at one point she turned to go down the hill uh, and I had to correct her and say here here and I yeah. clicked to move her back up this okay. to help her to work in the wind into the wind into the wind so she could wind it where the scent of that was coming yeah. down the hill that was something i haven't encountered before yes in gun dog work but not in with truffles last year i got motowena which is very good and i had my qualification for my enci Ken, italian kennel club certification that my dog is a Working gundle, working, uh, working, working, working class, working class certificate, and I thought this year maybe I wouldn't have got that, um, and I came away because he didn't give anything away, no, uh, at all to us. He just said good, so I took that as good. His was yeah. the grading. Yeah. So until we got back at the end of the morning with all the truffle groups at all finished with all their trials yeah. um, in their different areas within that woodland. All the judges from all the different groups got together. As you are truffle, um, truffle hunting, they're writing about you mm. and the style of the dog, the relationship you have with the dog, mm. how you work together as a partnership. Mm. And in fact, and unlike, the dog's attitude yeah, and the way it, yeah. the way it behaves says and and also you must be under control the dog must be under control mm. and um if it responds to you and uh so we waited and waited and then um, lo and behold uh, i wasn't we, we were just waiting on the side for the prize giving and the judge came over and went you and poked his finger at me and i was expecting him to say disqualification <laughs> or you're no, you're no good. <laughs> uh, your dog is better than you, which it certainly is. And um, uh, and he said you, and pointed to the podium. Fantastic. So I we I didn't have my dog. She was resting back in the car. So mm. I sent my husband quickly back to the car. He grabbed the dog out of the car, and I he brought the dog over, and I was almost screaming. <laughs> And crying. And crying. I was crying because this is like the pinnacle for me for what we're working towards. To be working towards that in a in Italian wood in the Emilia Romagna up against Italians. Yeah. At their own game. Professional truffle hunters. hunters and trainers. Yeah. Because there was a the training lady had two dogs in my mm -hmm. group that was she's a trainer. And to be up against yeah. uh the top class people was uh I, it's not a dream that i even dared to dream
I no. didn't even think, I didn't even bother dreaming about it because I didn't think that that would ever happen no. No. to me at all. No. And then I got on the third and you get this beautiful plate and it says um, Lavro class, open class for Lavora working for male and female dogs. Yeah. And yes, because the males compete with the females. Equal. It's equal. equal it's yeah. equal. There's no Unlike the showing. Unlike the showing, which are different classes. So uh, it's absolutely brilliant. Well, congratulations. Yeah, thank Fantastic. you so much. I'm still pinching myself and I'm still in shock, to be honest. <laughs> so. Great. Thank you, Lynn. Brilliant. So now I'm going to ask Lucy to tell us how Elsa got on in the tourist class. Um, and just remind me, I mean, how much has Elsa done in the past? Very little. Which she, I've shown her black truffle. She's smelt black truffle. Um, she hasn't found them in the wild. She, I've been hiding bits of truffle in fake truffles. They've got a posh the Italian name. I can't remember what that is. But they have fake plastic truffle little things tummy, yeah they truffle have a name, dummies yeah you, truffle dummies it's like a plastic um sort of circular thing which you unscrew and you can put a piece of truffle inside or rubber, inside or rubber and then you just screw it up yeah. what's it called magella magella magella, magella. Yeah. Okay. so she's seen those and i was hiding them around the house for her originally put them in one room while well, she shut so she found them put them out in the garden and she'd go and find them um but she goes into work mode so you know when you know when she's scented a truffle because her whole body mm. changes. She she it's really hard to explain, but it's just different. She's different. So I knew she knew what a black truffle smelt like, but she'd never found any in the wild or never got to the point of actually learning how to dig. So I could tell that she knew they were there, and then we'd send in Louise's dogs actually to find yeah. them um, because I knew that Elsa had scented them. But she'd never dug one up. She'd never dug. Um, so I thought we'd have a go yesterday. And we were waiting for the class. And it was a it was a fabulous day just for the whole experience. You know, you arrive, you check in, you get your tiny little cup of espresso coffee <laughs> with all the all the 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 proper truffle people, all these men in working clothes and shaved and the, dogs, and shaved dogs, shaved dogs yeah. that look nothing Naked. like mine, and and there's an old, there was a really old man that looked like he was about 120, <laughs> and and he <laughs> he like he he was stroking Elsa, but he was he told me I had to clip her because she wasn't a proper truffle dog because she wasn't clipped down to the skin. Because of course all all of our dogs have been we're in the show, the show ring, ring the day it, before, yes, and you have to have. Um, about three centimeters of yeah that's right on on their bodies for the show ring the funny thing is you do sometimes see dogs in the show ring and then they come out the show ring out comes the grooming table and the clippers and the coat comes straight off ready for the truffling the following and day the, the winner of the champion was exactly that anita oh uh, sandro Pelotta. the anita was on the show on the saturday full coat full show highest place dog and the highest place truffle dog on the Sunday with wow. a completely clipped out coat. Yeah. Fantastic. I didn't bother clipping Elsa out no, because, no, quite no. frankly, I wasn't expecting very much of it <laughs> at all. <laughs> so we went up the hill. We went to a much, much more, um, a much easier environment than Lynn was in. Uh, it was a nice big open field with a few trees and scrub on the side. And I was sort of chatting to somebody outside and it turned out, he was the family that owned the land all of this was being held on and so he was asking about 
my dog, he had three legato of his own. And he was asking about Elsa and said, oh, you know, how long have you been doing this? I said, I haven't. <laughs> and he said, and white truffle? I said, no, she's never smelt white truffle. So he sort of signalled to wait here and he disappeared off down the track. And um, he came back with a piece of white truffle in, wrapped up in kitchen roll. And he said, oh, look. And he was showing it to Elsa and... Um, He's sort of waving it under her nose and playing find find the truffle in his hands. And then he was and, and she was interested. She didn't quite get it, I don't think, initially. Um, but then suddenly it was like this light bulb moment for her. And she suddenly thought, oh, this is rather nice. And then the, the, the chap who owned the land, he got really excited and he was going, oh, she get you know he you could see him mm, excited yes. and then he was digging the ground and he was rubbing he was waving it across the ground trying to get her to dig and she started to pour but I don't think she really knew but I definitely and then it was our turn to go in so I went into the field and the trainer said you know how much have you done and I said nothing and she said well we start easy and so she had one of these big magellas she had one of those big balls Rubber. with a tiny piece of truffle in it and she was throwing it up and down the field well Elsa quite likes black truffle and sometimes she won't bring it back so I was a bit worried about that but she was fetching it and bringing it back and she was really enjoying that so she said oh no she's all right she knows what this is so then she threw it she said we do a bit harder so she said you make a look that way and I and she threw it the other way and she said go find it and Elsa went off and you could see she was sniffing the air and she was she wasn't in full work mode but she had that quiver mm -hmm. that they get. They, they It's really hard to describe, it, yeah. but everybody who... Mm. And in, until you've seen it in a dog, I don't think you really know what it is. But once you've seen it, as a handler, you can look at it and go, she knows this truffle here. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. It, and I'd never seen... I'd seen it with the black, but it, it really was exaggerated. So I knew she knew. And she, would, she went straight off, found the ones that were hidden. She said, right, we make it very hard. <laughs> She said, she good, we'll make it hard. And so she threw it into some <laughs> quite heart heavy undergrowth. Um, and Elsa knew exactly where it was and she was in there. And so she was really pleased with her. And then she said, right, so the other side of the field, they dug a little hole and put truffle in there, uh, just covered it with a little bit of dirt. And Elsa didn't know where it was. And it was sort of quite distance from where we were stood and so she said go see if she can find that so we sent her over and she took a little while to find it but then she did and she knew it was there but didn't quite know what to do because she's never dug for anything before and then she just did and once she started digging oh my goodness then she was like it, it, <laughs> yeah. it's mm -hmm. like a drug for them I think mm, yeah, it, it, yeah. It, she once, once she figured it out she had her whole face in the hole she found her bit of truffle she found bits that other dogs had missed she was like and I was really worried because she was eating it but the trainer was like no no this is good and she was actually feeding her truffle you know, she, she giving her little bits as a reward and Elsa was like wow this is good <laughs> and to the point that she was trying to fill in the hole because you have to always fill in the holes mm. that they dig 
And she was trying, Elsa was digging it out as fast as she, she could fill it in. <laughs> she thought it was lovely. And so we'd finished our go, but she, um, she, she was really very nice, the trainer. And she said, oh, she's really good. She, she's, she's got a natural talent. And I thought, well, she probably needs it because I'm not the best of trainers. But she loved it. Yes. And then we went down afterwards to sort of see everybody and everyone was Lynn they were all coming back from the trial but of course all these men are wearing trousers with cargo pants you know with these pockets yes, on the side and they put their truffles in those pockets that are about mid-thigh Oh, right. Which is legato height. Oh, and Elsa, Elsa thought it was the best place. She was going up to all these men, <laughs> nudging their legs. And one very nice chap, um, he, he, he laughed and he said, she's, you know, she's done this before. I said, no, this is her first day. And so he started training her and, and playing with her. And then he gave us a big, big piece of white truffle, which I dread wow. to think what it would have cost. Yeah. If you were selling it, but yeah. he was ever so nice, and Elsa was made up. Brilliant. She was, she loved every minute of it. And you know, as an owner, it's just joyful. I could have cried when she was digging the when when she was digging the field. <laughs> I was well. It's just so joyful to see your dog do Absolutely. what do what they want, what they're yeah. bred for, what they're bred yeah. to do, and mm. that it's so natural in them. Yeah. It's a really, really joyful experience to see your dog doing that, doing it, isn't it? Doing it so instinctively. Yeah, with no real training, just a bit of encouragement. Mm. Yeah. And the the generosity of those two men that just could see something in her and helped her. It it was joyful. Fantastic. It was a brilliant day. Good. It was indeed. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Lucy. That was fabulous. Oh, I loved it. Just before I sort of finished, I just felt it was important to mention the other area that our dogs excel in. Um, The breed, the ancestors of our breed were little um, working undogs. They were uh, waterfowl retrievers in the marshlands of Romagna. They, the hunters would take a punt out on the, on the marshlands with four or five legotti in, in, on the punt and the birds would be shot, the waterfowl, the duck mainly, would be shot and the legotti would go over the side and swim off and retrieve the waterfowl and bring it back to the punt. Um, it's the construction of the modern-day Legato is based on, the breed standard is all based on the evolution of those little dogs. Um, the main thing that sort of makes them stand out is the construction of their their chest and their, 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 their shoulder angulation. Um, they are narrow in front. If you put your hand between the front legs of a legato, it's um, it's narrow. It feels like the keel of a boat. The rib cage is narrow to the sixth rib. Uh, it springs from the sixth rib, um, and that's to enable the the dog to have sort of freedom of movement of the forelimbs. 
um, the shoulder angulation, unlike most gun dogs, uh, most of my gun dogs are sort of 90 degree shoulder angulation. Ours are sort of 110 to 115 degree angulation again to enable that sort of free movement of the of the forelimbs and uh, the outline of the body is sort of um, fairly square. So the length of leg from the ground to the point of elbow should be greater than from the point of elbow to the to the wither, which is at the base of the neck. Um, in the UK, we um, use our do- dogs as gun dogs. Um, so my two boys, Dario and Sage, are working gun dogs. They go out in the field and uh, I also compete with them. Uh, Lynn and Jeff, they're two are both um, working gun dogs. Um, they've done extremely well. They've done a lot of uh, um, uh, work on shoots and they've competed with their dogs in working uh, tests and done very well. So it is very important to remember that these are also gun dogs as well as as truffle dogs. The truffling is fairly new to us, which is why we're so excited about it. But the main thing that we do in the UK is is the gun dog work. And they are very efficient little little gun dogs. And the gun dog work is, you know, not everybody approves of it. It's a commitment. Training a gun dog um, is is a commitment. A well-trained gun dog is obedient, it's easy to live with and uh, it's well worth putting the work in, I feel. It doesn't mean you have to actually go and go out on a shoot, you don't have to ever see a game, but the, the gun dog training is, is obedience really and it's feeding into what they love to do, they love to retrieve it's it, you know so you're feeding into what they do instinctively and and enjoy doing so you've got a happy dog if you've got a dog that's um, mentally stimulated it's got a good bond with you and it's it's a win-win really but I um, hope it, everyone's enjoyed this uh, audio diary it's a bit of a taster of what we get up to when we come to Italy and uh it's something we really love doing and we've done it every year for well I've done it every year for the last five years and shall continue to do it until I no longer can. Well wasn't that amazing? You've got to love a first-hand account, haven't you? And I don't know if I'll ever get halfway up a mountain in Emilia-Romagna. I very much hope I do to watch these dogs at work. But it was fantastic to hear firsthand from someone whose dog has been trialling successfully. And I really appreciated the questions that Louise was asking because listening to two people that know an enormous amount about their subject, and that's always a thrill, isn't it? Now, I have more coming up. I've got a really fun-packed next few months of amazing dog interviews. <laughs> However, I'm always interested in hearing more. So if you're working your dog or dogs or you know someone else who does and they would be interested in my coming over with a microphone and having a chat and seeing the dog at work, I would be thrilled. Please get in touch. Details in the show notes or get in touch at team at shineradio.uk. I love to hear from working dogs. Until next time, have a wonderful couple of weeks i will be back with another fascinating working dog dogs with jobs presented by kate fairweather and produced with john wellsman
Get ready for the big Christmas switch on with Shine Radio. It's Joff and Claire, live in the square, as the lights go on across the town. And it's all happening this Friday. Illuminating Claire. Joff Lacey and Claire Venice host the light switch on live in the square. We'll have live music, loads of fun. And the countdown to the moment the mayor throws the switch to light up Petersfield. Join Joff and Claire live in the square. See you this Friday from 5. Petersfield's Shine Radio. Shine Radio.